The Bible is a living book. As we begin to live in the Bible each day, we find that the Bible begins to live in us. Join Scott Pauley as we study simple principles for getting into God's Word and ask the Lord to make His truth alive in you today. We've been talking about giving attention to the Bible. Uh, may I just say this? When you give attention to the Word of God, it's actually God you're giving attention to. Now, this is not mere academic uh, study. This is not merely some habit. Uh, no, my friend, this is looking into God's revelation of Himself. We don't study the Bible because we want to know the Bible better. We study the Bible because we want to know the God of the Bible better. And so when we begin, where do we start? Well, we're in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 13, where Paul said, Till I come, give attendance or attention to, and here's the first thing on his list, reading. That's such an obvious thing, just reading the Bible. Uh, we're living in a generation of people who do less and less reading, it seems. We have more books printed than ever, and yet people are so enamored by so much media today and so many other distractions and busy schedules that reading, the discipline and the joy of reading, has fallen by the wayside. I want to challenge you to be a reader, but most of all, I want to challenge you to be a reader of Holy Scripture. God really dealt with me about this earlier this very year. Not the fact that I wasn't reading the Bible, because I was, but the fact that I really was giving it lip service, if you will. I was doing enough Bible reading to say, well, I, I read the Bible today. And so I set a goal for myself. I decided I was going to read through the Word of God in a certain period of time. And uh, I took 90 days and set aside that 90 days and said, by God's grace and help, I'm going to try to read through the entirety of God's Word. Now, you, you can't stop and spend a lot of time in any one scripture if you're going to read through the Bible in a period of time like that. But I must tell you, it was very, very good for me. It was good for me because it helped me to see the connections in Scripture, reading large swaths of Scripture at a time. And uh, there's something about saturating your mind with the Word of God. I remember Dr. Frank Sales, one of my Bible teachers years ago, used to talk about his general impressions of a book. I always thought that was an interesting expression. Well, now I'm starting to understand what he meant by that. Only when you really saturate your mind with a book and read through an entire book uh, do you get general impressions and see the, the great themes and messages, the overarching ideas that God's trying to express to us? Uh, James M. Gray, one of the great Bible teachers of a generation ago, said that the way to study the Bible was literally to take a book at a time and read and reread that one book, even at one sitting, if at all possible. And I'm beginning to see the great value and benefit of that in my own personal Bible reading. So I want to challenge you. Uh, you. You don't measure your Bible reading by how many chapters you've read. You measure your Bible reading by are you meeting with God? What are you learning about God? And yet I think it's good for us to set goals and strive to reach them. And stretch yourself. Uh, read a little more than normal. Uh, forget the clock for a little bit. Get up earlier. Stay up later. Set aside some time in the middle of the day to simply read the Word of God. Now, you don't stop with reading. There's, there's more to this list, and we'll come to those things shortly. Uh, you don't stop here, but you must start here. 
we must start by simply reading the Word of God. The sad truth is that most of us did more Bible reading right after we got saved than any other time in our Christian life because it was all fresh, it was all new. Do you remember the joy of discovery? When you would read something you'd never read before and be so excited to share it with somebody else only to find that they'd read it many times. And now, to our dismay, we've read it many times and we've allowed it to, to grow stale to us. And now we're neglecting the Scripture. We're neglecting whole sections of Scripture. Read the Bible. Paul said, Till I come, give attendance, pay attention to reading. Let's go to the second letter that Paul wrote to Timothy because they connect. In the first letter to young Timothy, he says, Read the Bible. And when you get to his last letter to Timothy, guess what he emphasizes? In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13, the Bible says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And let me pause just a moment and say to you, everybody loves to quote, Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. We know that's true. But when God said that they would wax worse and worse, He did not say that we should wax weaker and weaker. In fact, in the context, He's saying to Timothy, while they're getting worse and worse, you should be growing stronger and stronger. You should be going further and further with God. Continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And then He says this, 2 Timothy 3.15, And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. In Bible college, Pastor Sexton taught us that there are five works of the Word of God. Those five works of the Word of God are all found right here in 2 Timothy chapter 3. It makes us wise unto salvation. Nobody gets saved apart from the Word of God. We're born again of this incorruptible seed of the truth. And so if you want to see people saved, use the Word. If you want assurance of your salvation, find it in the Word. Then it's profitable for doctrine. Uh, that's what we believe. That's helping us to understand and grow in our spiritual understanding. Uh, then it's profitable for reproof. That tells us where we're wrong. Uh, then for correction, that tells us how to get right. And then for instruction in righteousness, that tells us how to stay right. So five works of the Word of God. But now, here's the obvious application. The Word can't do its work if we're not working to give attention to it. Now, don't expect the Bible to get into you by osmosis. Now, sleeping with it next to your pillow isn't going to get it in your heart and mind. Carrying it to Sunday school isn't going to change your life. So we've got to get into it for ourselves. And oh, what a beautiful reminder of the sufficiency of Scripture. It's what makes you perfect or mature. Uh, it truly furnishes you to all good works. Uh, you want your house to be furnished? The Word of God does that. It meets every need. I'm seeing that in, in meetings where I'm speaking. Uh, all I have to do is give the Bible. If I give the Word, the Word does the work. It's powerful. But we've got to get into it. And that begins with reading the Word of God. Uh, did you notice the progression? He started in verse 15 with the time when Timothy was a child. But he ends in verse 17 with him as a man of God. You see, the reading of Scripture and the necessity of Scripture in our lives works at every season, at every stage in life. Let's take it even further. Go to the last chapter Paul wrote to Timothy. 
the very next chapter, 2 Timothy chapter 4, he, he's giving a number of things that he wants Timothy to care for. And he says in verse 13, The cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Now get this picture. Here is Paul as an old man in a prison cell. He has needs. He needs something for his body. That's his coat. It's winter coming on. He's getting cold. He needs something for his soul, for his mind. So he says, bring the books. What a beautiful reminder that you're never too old to grow and to learn. Stay hungry and continue to be a student. But then don't miss this phrase. He said, especially the parchments. What was on the parchments? That's different than the books. The parchments was the Scripture, the Word of God. That's something for his spirit. If you're a child... If you're a young man, if you're a grown man, if you're an old man, all of us need one thing. We all need to give attention to the Word of God. And that begins with reading the Scriptures. God bless you for joining us today. Our prayer is that these simple thoughts will encourage you to further study the Bible for yourself. God has so much to say to you. Visit us online at scottpauley.org for additional studies and other helpful resources. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey.